This is Record Royale, where we throw two albums into the ring with each other and see which one comes out on top. Hey boys, how we doing? Pretty good. Not too shabby, I just... Just knock my mic yeah, around a little bad, bit. Not bad. We're in the bed we're in the bedroom set up for the first ever episode of Record Real. Thanks all to, all listening for joining us on our first uh, episode. It's been yeah. a long long road to get here. But uh we're finally here. We're all we're <laughs> Skyping sure right has. now. I've never used Skype before. Using the video call. And uh it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It actually looks the mic yeah, pretty setup good. T- has taken me about three days to get going. All, all the all the bedrooms three different are, chords. Yeah, the bedroom yeah. setups look pretty good though. I think I'm, yeah. I'm pretty, no, I'm, pretty nice. I'm pretty comfortable on here. We actually, do yeah, it looks like mm. it yeah, makes me want to actually marks. want to um, all got the same mark, same setup. It, we're not. Who knows yeah. what we're going to be doing? Uh, we're inside, yeah. but anyway, first episode. So the show it's pretty much going to be us three, myself, Will. I'm here with my friends Brad, Adam. We're going to be talking about two albums each episode. Put him against each other, and we'll see which one is ultimately the better album. Throwing me in the ring should be pretty good. Should be pretty good. We've been had this idea for a should while, be fun. like a long time. So mm. that's good to be uh, getting it finally going. Mm. I don't know. I just can't. I can't, I'm looking at like this one coat hanger you have, and it's just wigging me out. I'm like, on like the mean? right of you. There's like one <laughs> coat hanger. Oh yeah, she's, she's got some bent. jeans on it or something. Mm. She's a bit bent out of shape. <laughs> Nah, cool. No, should be good. Should be right. um, no, the two albums we're kicking it off with. Bit of a couple of barn burners, these two. I'm oh, actually, yeah. if you didn't read the title, Definitely. what are the two albums we're kicking it off with, Adam? What are they? What are they? They're Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge by My Chemical Romance and Bleed American by Jimmy Eat World. Oh, yeah. You, you. Awesome. Mm. There we go. Should be pretty good. I've got to say, though. Let's go. I, um, I'm very excited. Probably caught some heat for this, but I've I never listened to Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge before we decided on this. Alright. I'll cop some more heat. I didn't listen. I've never listened to Bleed American all the way through and before. I had a feeling that because yeah. I, I actually thought, I wrote down, I thought we're all at like three <laughs> different levels with these albums. I'm pretty yeah. sure Adam's listened yeah, absolutely. top to back of both. I've listened to Bleed American's like, well, I actually don't know who I'm going to think is a better album but Bleed American's like one of my all-time favorites yeah i do not have a written yeah. down what i've got so i'm very decided i think it's, I think so it's gonna be one find out. that um yeah the actual conversations we have might pretty much forge mm. what i believe yeah i'm mm. keen to hear what you guys have to yeah. say on yeah but we thought we'd kick it off with these two because both bands were supposed to be in the country about a month ago for download festival and that was like one of the first oh sh- that was like one of the first things in Australia that got the can from um, the coronavirus. Yeah. Cuz like unreal lineup as well. Yeah. Yeah. That was like when when was that? That was supposed to be in March, in middle of March and then probably got cancelled maybe the start of March and then from there it was like it seemed everything else just went. All the other festivals um, got the mm. can. Well, the whole industry's just gone under pretty mm. much for now. Hence yeah. why we're in our bedrooms. Yeah. Sure. But, mm-hmm. you know, I was meant to go to America. I, would, I was meant to be in San Francisco right now as of recording. Oh, yeah, that's but, you know, it's given me some time to actually do stuff like this. And mm. uh, Yeah, yeah well, have we got any new hobbies since we've um, uh, since we've gone into lockdown? We're getting deep into my synth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm one yeah, with no. the synth. Finding yourself. It's an extension of my body. <laughs> We're... Um, <laughs> Well, me and Adam are going to kick off. We're going to start a website, I think. Like a, it's kind of just like a blog, yeah, no. really. Yeah, we don't know where we're going to go with it. We're kind of just winging it. But this, this will eventually be on the website whenever we launch it. Chuck yeah. the podcast up on there, so awesome. that will be the One website. Day. But we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, yeah. So I was going to say we were at different levels. Like we're at different levels with these albums, but they're like both the bands are pretty much they're like emo bands. They're both emo bands, but mm. God, they are like so different in terms of I feel of like emo. they're, um, I don't know if I would classify either as emo. But, but I, everyone does. Everyone does. Yeah, but I think, um, 
I think Clarity was an emo album. I mm. think Bleed American it's got tinges, but it's just like a great black pop it's, punk. It's like a power pop album. Power pop punk. Yeah. <laughs> and my yeah, my chemical romance is like everything. Like more it's more metal. Yeah. Than emo. It's borderline. It <laughs> yeah, is glam, like, glam theater. It, yeah. Glam theater. <laughs> it is borderline a metal album. There are some riffs on there which is just like whew, thrash yeah, metal from the eighties. Guitars yeah. are psycho on that album, but no, you're right. Clarity, the album Jimmy Eat World released before this, is like that. That is the emo kind of soft pop emo album. Then yeah. Bleed Americans, more like yeah. more the fast paced. Um, Punk, yeah, punk I had to listen to kind of Clarity and the one before that. What's it called? Static, um, Static prevails, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'd listen to that. Oh, yeah, I could hear a lot of like "Eat Your Heart Out" on that first album. Yeah, if you I haven't actually listened to the first album. I've never caught. a lot of that kind of like post-hardcore. Uh, I don't know what you. They like. actually they have an album before that as well called Jimmy Eat World. Oh but, really? But, but what uh, year was I'm that? Ninety uh, four. Yeah. But I'm not sh- it's not on Spotify. I'm not sure if it's like a full-length album or anything, but it is a release. So this is yeah. this is actually their fourth album? No. Yeah, this is Bleed Americans their fourth album. Yeah. But that w- it's That's the crazy one that- to get your like your big album on your fourth. That's pretty mm. unheard of. Mm. Really. Yes, that would be like a- your first two and then yeah. Then it's downhill. It's usually. Yeah, they would have been a band for about eight years before. Mm. Yeah, pretty cool. Well, three cheers for Sweet Revenge. This was their second album, and yeah. this was the one that made them really big. And then the Black Parade made them incredibly big after That's that. Yeah. But this album, yeah, I didn't realize how massive this album was as well. Oh, it was crazy. Three cheers. Like, yeah, yeah. it invented like <laughs> like a subgenre of people. <laughs> like that's why everyone like everyone that has never listened to like any other emo music only like associates exactly my chemical romance with that like that's everyone's image is I, them in like the mm. helena video <laughs> have you guys seen that <laughs> yeah i watched that i watched a lot yeah. of their live shows as well they are yeah really really good mm, i've been on a big uh, my yeah. chemical romance binge since listening to this album yeah yeah it's, it's, like, it's a big deep dive mm. i probably only got into it like last year i think mm-hmm. and it was just like i don't know i actually got into it because i started watching um umbrella academy have you guys seen that that's On the netflix. netflix show that gerard does doesn't he yeah he, he wrote he wrote the comic for it and right. then they made it into a show and like he was like the showrunner as well i think that's it just crazy what a talented man ridiculously talented when they broke up in 2013 why did they break up do you know I think it was like he wanted to do more comics I think that was like part of it true because he is like he's very like accomplished now he did like Doom I don't know if you guys know Doom Patrol it's like a it's another show but that um, he did a comic for and he did like a Spider-Man run and he did yeah apparently um, he made a character for that Into the Spider-Verse movie. really yeah, yeah. The, the girl I've yeah. never seen it it's like the little... Have you seen it, Will? No. Oh, well. You won't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. One of the characters in that, he created. And like did a comic run for it and then they used it in the movie. Cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's start talking about the albums then. We'll go... Yeah, let's Let's kick in. off Bleed American first. So, Jimmy Eight World from Arizona. Did not know they were from Arizona. I thought they were a California band. They're from Arizona. Um... Jim Atkins, vocals, guitar, Tom Linton, guitar, but this was the first album that he didn't sing any of the songs, the other guitarist, because he was originally their lead singer. Oh, true. Yeah. Really? Yeah. On Clarity, he sings um, Blister, I think, or, oh, or yeah. maybe he sings Clarity, it's yeah. one of those two songs, And um, but the album before that, he was the lead singer, I'm fairly sure, <laughs> but uh, this is the first nice. album where he didn't sing lead. Uh yeah, Zach Lind on the drums, Rick Birch on bass. That's been their lineup since '95 as well. They haven't changed. But when they first started, they had a different bass player on that first release that I mentioned before. They're a bit of a, a work workhorse as they a band. Are, right. They are. It, it like, feels they've like kind of never stopped. It feels as though they should be so much bigger now because they were that they had so yeah. many big songs. But now they've kind of 
I don't know. Well, they kind of only like really hit the mainstream with Bleed American. Like they didn't really dip into that again. Oh no! Um, on their album after this, Futures, you know the song Pain. That yeah. was a number one song as well in America. Oh number, really? On number one in like rock alternative rock release. So yeah. that was pretty big. But yeah, after that go. they haven't. But I still really like all their albums after this. But I yeah, this is like yeah, they're solid, but they're not as um. I don't think they're as like accessible no, and they're catchy not, as, as Bleed American yeah. well like the middle especially obviously mm. biggest song yeah. ever uh, <laughs> cool so this album Bleed American was released on July 24th 2001 by did you see what record label they were on? Dream no it was Dreamworks um, yeah, I Dr- looked it up Dreamworks, yeah, Dreamworks record which was founded by Steven Spielberg and David Geffen in 1996 what? yeah and then oh, it yeah. was sold to Universal Music 2003 so it only lasts seven years but Bleed American was released on it I looked up Whoa. I looked up what other um, albums they released and they're mostly just like soundtracks to movies <laughs> but they also and then just Bleed American yeah Bleed American oh, yeah. I wonder why they yeah, picked I don't them know. And then, well, yeah who knows and then Elton John Papa Roach Alien Ant Farm Nelly Furtado all released albums with them so they, nice. they pumped out a lot of albums in seven years but yeah a lot of them were soundtracks there you go, go figure that's super weird mm. Steven Spielberg, get into the music industry. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I read that um, for a lot of the recording process, they had the producer, was it Mark Trombino? Mark Trombino, yeah. Trombino? Yeah, he was working for free because they were labelless and like had suffi- insufficient funds. Yep. But that would be such like a unknown future if you're producing for an album. He must have been so sure of the, of the work, well, he, he, which mm, obviously he was. He produced all their albums before it as well. Yeah, so. yeah. I had a look at his like producer list. There's, he has a pretty nice resume. Yeah, he he did um, uh, Dude Ranch by Blink. Yeah, which is like he did um Jarosco. Yeah, he did a li- yeah. he did really? a Living End yeah. record, a Jebediah record. So yeah, yeah. well, um, he also did Futures the record after this and invented 2010. Um, okay. Yeah, they recorded in LA Ch- Cherokee Studios. So pretty cool. And they're from where? Like, where they're from, from Arizona. Where is that? I have, like my so, compass in America. So you got so California on like the on the coast, on the west coast, and then mm-hmm. Nevada and Arizona are in inland from there. Like so, so like Phoenix. Midwest. No, it's like it's. Yes. I think it was. I don't know, Mesa, Arizona. It's like a couple of hours from Phoenix, but Phoenix yeah. is the right. main one in Arizona. Go the suns. Go the suns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was released on the twenty fourth of July, two thousand one. So. What's that? Two or three months later, nine eleven happened, mm-hmm. and the album was called Bleed American. So they re-released the album as Jimmy Eat World, and they kept it that way for seven years. They didn't reissue the album until two thousand eight, and that's when they called it Bleed American again. Really? Yeah. I did not know. Whoa! No, neither. I was like, that is. Mental. I thought I'd so find that called... while like looking, looking up. Yeah, so it well. was just called yeah. Jimmy Eat World from two thousand one to two thousand eight. True. Because yeah. they they. They had talks that they weren't going to release it. They were going to wait. Um, but then they were like, no, we're getting this out. Like, we've worked way too hard on mm-hmm. it kind of thing. Out. So, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, the album was Ouch. big success. Went platinum in the States after a year. Sold over a million and a half copies in the U.S. alone. Came in at number 31 on the U.S. Billboard charts. Uh, U.S. Billboard 200, sorry. Mm-hmm. 54 in Australia. Nothing, nothing okay. crazy, but still pretty cool. And Is that Aria? Yeah, like Aria, chart? Aria charts. Yeah. And then the four singles were—I don't know the order of this—but "Bleed American," "A Praise Chorus," "Sweetness," and "The Middle." I think "Bleed American" was first, actually, and then "The Middle," which was like the biggest song ever. Mm-hmm. True. Mm. And they and "The Middle" was number one on the U.S. modern rock charts. That was a big song. That was a my first very big my song. first encounter with "The Middle" was. Do you guys have like iconic YouTube videos that like you grew up watching? Yeah. Me and my friend from primary school, we had like a top 50 soccer goal compilation <laughs> and the middle was the last track so I had the best goals in it and they were just like all these <laughs> classic soccer goals and the song before it was Fly Away by Lenny Kravitz and I always thought that Bleed, like the middle was by Lenny Kravitz up until, that, <laughs> up until like oh, obviously years later but yeah, for a long time I thought the middle boots by Lenny Kravitz. So, you can give me some shit if you'd like. Nah, it's all good. That would be kind of nice. I would like to see. I'd <laughs> like to see a Lenny Kravitz cover of the middle. 
I, yeah. I have no idea where I heard it first, but I've, it's just one of those songs that like, I just know it. I was like, everyone knows it. I was, I was literally about to say that word for word. It's just, you grow up and you're like, oh yeah, I know that song. But that's it. Yeah. You just know it. Because a lot of the other songs on the album aren't like that. There's a few that are. I thought If You Don't Don't also sounded like an American Pie kind of yeah. track. Yeah. That's just from my... I kind of think that the mill doesn't sound like it should be on that album. <laughs> it doesn't... No, it, out of all the songs, it doesn't f- fit. I think it's it's got really cool... I think, when we talk about the production, but I think it's got really cool production work on that on that song, like especially in like the mm-hmm. last... Yeah, it verse. does. It's pretty cool, but we'll get to that later. Do, do you think that's... I feel like they knew that was going to be the single oh. from the very start. And it's almost, it kind of seems like it's like engineered that way. And the rest of it, I think that's maybe why I like Sweetness and like Bleed American more. Mm. It's just because they they seem like they haven't been <laughs> like cut up as much. I yeah, guess. I know what you mean. I, I've, yeah. I've heard in interviews that the band have said like a lot of times when they wrote the middle, they thought, this is way too simple. This is like, the song is way too easy because it's three chords, the whole song. And they yeah. thought, we can't do this. This is way too easy and simple. And like the lyrics <laughs> are the same thing, just so simple and obvious, but they just went with it. So I don't know that maybe they, when they got into it, they thought, yeah, let's produce this in a way that's a huge single. But it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. their first single. Yeah. Like Bleed American was. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, w- oh, and when 9-11 happened, they re-released that song as Salt, Sweat, Sugar the line from the chorus yeah wow if you go on iTunes a lot of people not even just on iTunes but a lot of people call that song Salt Sweat Sugar because they would have heard it when it came out like that Mm. that would Mm. suck as a band having to have two different titles of the same thing it would just be a I mean definitely oh when you maybe when it's that popular maybe not as much if you were if it wasn't such a popular song also the that would be tough the situation they had to do it in I guess there's not much you can do about it Exactly. All right. Uh, so let's talk about three cheers for sweet revenge, baby. Uh, yep. New Jer- they're from New Jersey band, My Chemical Romance. At the time, consisted of Gerard Way, who was a vocalist, uh, Ray Toro on the guitar, Frank Iero on the guitar, Mikey Way, brothers. Are they brothers. Yeah. Yeah. On the, the bass, brothers? brothers, and then Matt Policia on the drums, who was the only member. Not to be in the current lineup. They have a different drummer now. He he left after this album, didn't he? Yep, right yeah. after. Yeah. Poor choice. Do you know why? <laughs> no, you, I do was not. he kicked out or was he, did he want to leave? I've no uh, idea. It could have been. I watched a documentary um, about this album, and Gerard was a pretty extreme like addict and alcoholic. He's just like mm. pissed all the time. So that definitely could have been a. A factor, yeah. I think he's been he's what? been sober since two thousand seven or something. But yeah, like that whole period, he was just out of his mind, basically. An abuser. <laughs> True. Yeah. Wait, while re- while recording the album or after? Uh, I think it was like touring, like that album. So he did like the True. Vans Warp tour and stuff, and like heaps of stuff like that. And I think that's what. Yeah, uh, I read that. I don't know if it was after this album or the Black Parade, but I think if they did Warp tour, it would have been after this album. Yeah. He had to hire a personal security guard to walk around with him at at Warp yeah. Tour because yeah, that's how like huge they were. They got and they got big huge so out quickly. of nowhere. Like yeah, because yeah. their album before this, um, it did well, but it's nothing like this album. Like this mm. album, this is their first album with a major label. Yeah. Um. So the label was Reprise Records. Um. So they've released albums from every genre. Like. Ever. Deftones, Fleetwood Mac, Jimi Hendrix, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, just everything. Mm-hmm. I have heard of Reprise Record. I, I haven't heard of like every record label, but I've heard of Reprise. Yeah, yeah massive label. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was produced by Howard Benson. It's a right. funny name, Howard Benson. Uh, so up to this point, 2004, he'd done stuff for Motorhead, Lesson Jake, Santana. And then after this record, he did albums with the All-American Rejects, Three Days Grace, Chris Cornell, Adam Lambert, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, Simple Plan. He didn't do the Black Parade, though. I read um, yeah. that like when they were, they were talking about like the recording process, um, and they said that he was like, 
just the weirdest. Like he was sort of acting like a coach. Like he would always use like sports metaphors, like, <laughs> sports yeah. references, and which is I find hilarious because they're obviously like the least sporty guys. <laughs> like they're just just like mm. little goth nerds, and he was just yelling like football stuff at them. And apparently they would just try to like. They said that when they did the album and they had the songs written, they were all like eight minutes long and just had like a thousand guitar solos, which is like some of them mm-hmm. still do. But he was just mm. like, <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> if you like, you need to make like, catchy songs. Yeah, he made them into like hits. hits yeah, and they're uh, mm. they're like all <laughs> heaps catchy. I reckon. Oh, they're huge. Um, we'll get into that. So yeah, <laughs> it was uh, like. Um, exactly like Bleed American, it was platinum within a year, but this had sold over, like, I don't know if this is to date, but this has sold over 3 million copies in the States. Um, charted at number 28 on the US Billboard 200, so three above Bleed American, four years apart, three years apart, but still, and 38 on the RN charts. That's pretty good. I think Black Parade would have got yeah. incredibly oh, it, high. It would have been one, surely. Yeah. That was a massive album. Um, this, this one, um, pretty so rolling stone magazine ranked not the band ranked the album as the 10th greatest emo album of all time number eight though bleed american they gave bleed american eighth and it's i wouldn't even call it an emo album emo but because they released clarity before it that just it's gonna get they're an emo emo band yeah so but yeah i thought that was pretty interesting eight and ten and on that list black parade wasn't above any of those albums yeah, I feel like Black Parade's just like a big rock album. I like I find yeah. a lot of similarities to like Queen. It reminds yeah, well they yeah. inspired by Queen. It, I, it reminds me of American Idiot, but more of a um, it's way more technical. Theatrical. <laughs> yeah, just like way better, way better. Just like the story. <laughs> of it. It's just like crazy how. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Hmm. <laughs> There's guitars. We'll get, in, we'll get into we'll get into American yeah. Idiot one day. Yeah, one day. <laughs> if it didn't have Jesus's baby, I'd be a two out it of ten. Would be, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, so this was recorded in North Hollywood, and apparently the band stayed in Beverly Hills because they deliberately wanted to remind themselves of how unlike they were to everyone around that area when they were recording. Right. So it gave them Just more. Put themselves yeah, out of place. Like, yeah. yeah, they were like the antithesis of. Um, Hollywood and yeah <laughs> that was pretty cool so there's four singles off this album were Helena Hel- Helena is, that, is it Helena or Helena I'd say Helena uh, that's the yeah. same Helena who knows uh, I'm, I'm Not Okay which is huge yeah. uh, Thank You for the Venom and The Ghost of You was the fourth single right. was Thank You for the Venom a single yeah I think that was the fourth single I'm not sure which Whoa. of those two came first <laughs> <laughs> well it's pretty it's, I think it's pretty the chorus is Oh, yeah. oh yeah. worthy. It's got the weird, like, soft, not softer, but, you know, more low key verse. Um, yeah, uh, I was going to say before, pretty much like every emo band ever, My Chemical Romance didn't like the term emo being placed on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, fair enough, but, you know, I, I would still call it an emo <laughs> album, although it is borderline metal and it's very experimental and it crosses a lot of genres, but I'd yeah. still call it an it emo record. Is. So I don't know. Uh, I think uh, yeah, a lot of bands just have have like a they have a chip on their shoulder when they get called emo. I think I would mm. say My Chemical Romance are more like, um, as like a like a, from a looks point of view, they're more like mm. what people associate with emo. But I don't think the music really is at all. I think it's yeah yeah it's very rocky. Yeah, it's more the, yeah. more the like, image I suppose. Yeah, yeah the image. It's kind of just like stadium like rock, the, really. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's theater. Yeah. It is. It is stadium rock. The chorus is a. Huge, There's nothing DIY huge. about it, at all. Every, yeah, no way. <laughs> like every song, like my favorite thing about the album is every song goes so hard. Yeah. Like every chance it has, every chorus is huge. Yeah, it doesn't slow down. There's no. There's no soft acoustic song for the point of having an acoustic song. Mm. It's just mm. it's just forty minutes of mayhem that's my whereas i think that's my problem with bleed american it's like the opposite to that is well, i was gonna say with bleed american it's got you know the four three four or five big songs and then the rest is a lot slower i think the pacing of the album on bleed american's a bit off as well they they have 
one of the singles, Hear You Me, which was a single, um, I believe. Maybe not, actually. No, it wasn't a single, but it got really big. That's right. That is right. If you look on Spotify, five of the Bleed American songs are Jimmy Eatwell's biggest songs. Hear You Me, which is the slower acoustic one, mm. I think fourth <laughs> on the track listing. It's the third most played song on Spotify. I wonder why. Do you reckon it was in a movie or something? I bet it was. It was in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I looked it up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was in multiple movies, but it was in a movie called A Cinderella Story, which was a American teen rom-com yeah. that stars Hilary Duff. I, know, I so, remember that movie anymore. well. Take that as you will. If I heard Three Cheers when I was between the ages of 13 and 17, this would be my favourite album ever. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. I feel like I used to always say that I wish I was like six or seven years older than yeah. I was, yeah. than I am. And like this is solidifies that because it was just because of like the PS2 pretty much. I wish I was like 16 <laughs> or 17 when I was playing that. But this and Bleed American and like the whole scene, I feel like I wouldn't be like engulfed in it, but I would have mad respect for it. Would it. Be, I wouldn't be dressing up yeah. like an emo, but I'd be... Yeah. Like interested and it would, respect, like have heaps of respect. It would be nice it. to be twenty-one in America and like the year two thousand. It's like blink at its mm. peak and all these pop punk bands coming up. Um, mm. for sure. But yeah, I think. I mean, I still really liked it. Now listening back, when I, the first few listens though, it took me a while. It took a, it took two or three yeah, listens to get into it because that first listen, put put my headies on. I was like, alrighty, here we go. Press play. 100% the whole album yeah, I was like intense. I don't know what's going on it's hard to I mean I knew the, I knew the singles but um, it, it definitely took a few listens but after that I was like yeah this is this is sick it's pretty um, it's like it's kind of hard to sit through the whole thing because it's so over the top I found yeah it's like a sensory overload you're just like oh there are way too many things going on and then you're like but like if you listen to it in fragments you're like that's genius but just as like a listening to it as a whole it's like it it's a bit intense for 40 minutes or however long it goes for. <laughs> they were showing um, in that doc, like little documentary on uh, when this album came out, they were saying how like every single photo shoot that they went to do, they would always get covered in blood and like it didn't matter where they went. Like they would always, the photographer would come to this idea. They're like, I've got this great idea. I'm going to cover you all in blood. And that just happened like every single time. And they were like... <laughs> everyone thinks we're super violent but we like this is just something people have imposed on us <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of everywhere probably like obviously it's on the front cover but um yeah they were just used to fake blood all the time a bunch of original ideas from different photographers yeah exactly um have you listened to taking back sunday's record louder now yeah it, i can hear so, a lot of similarities oh like Everything is similar. That came out in 2006, so I was thinking... Because Taking Back Sunday, before that album, the first two records they did, they're not as, you know, emotive and dark and heavy as yeah. um, their first two records, but as Louder Now. But then Louder Now is so... Like, it is so similar to Three Cheers. I wonder if they got some inspiration from... For sure. ...My Chemical Romance. I think everyone in that, like... They just... As soon as that album came out, there's just so many that followed that were very similar. Mm. Like even like they even like thirty seconds to Mars like oh, yeah, <laughs> even like that they're just like super yeah. over the top like very theatrical punk AFI yeah. AFI I'm not yeah, sure for if they sure. came first though actually nah but um yeah even taking back Sunday they went the full image like they started wearing red and black and wearing ties and yeah that could have been from Green Day though as well who knows mm. back on the Green Day again yeah. <laughs> uh both albums have like huge openers bleed american and helena yeah i Huge wouldn't know which songs. one to choose if i had I'm, to choose one or the other i'm a bit i'm a i'm a, I'm a big believer in that an album needs a strong opener and i think yeah, these sure. are top top tier openers mm. also closes i i'm not a fan bleed american the last song my sundown it's really slow and pretty uneventful i struggled to get through that mm. song <laughs> yeah i'm they a lot of jimmy Everett albums probably all their albums have really slow um, closing songs yeah. and I'm just not a fan they've got a few Unless speed humps al- in the album where it's just like yeah you're like really paying attention and then you're just like oh, yeah I would, this I would is nothing well. um, they, I feel like it's yeah. just like one or two too many slow like not slow songs but soft soft song what's the other one Um, yeah Hear You Me I'm like just didn't really get around it 
Mm. Every single one of those slow songs would have fit perfectly on Clarity. Mm. You know the song uh, yeah, Caution Yeah, I, I do. That's my favorite track. one of the soft that, ones for me. That, that's, that's simply a Clarity song. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, a great track. Like, even, even, the, even the production on it and the style of writing mm. would have fit so perfectly on that album. I still like it on this record. But yeah, you're right. There's probably one or two too many. Mm. All right, let's talk about the elements. <laughs> uh, Bleed American sure. first. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So the production hit me. I like the like a lot of the they tried like a lot of weird things in it, kind of like percussive stuff, almost like um that Blink record, the self-titled album. I reckon. Um, mm. Just like trying to get a f- uh, yeah, untitled, to, but trying to get a few different <laughs> things in there, but. In comparison, like just listening to that and um, My Chemical Romance, like one after the other, the guitars just don't... I don't know if it's like they don't sound that good on that album or it's just not as good in comparison to... On Bleed American, it doesn't sound as good. Yeah, to me. It's got, it's, it feels like it's being held back, the guitars. Like compressed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like it should be more crunchier, yeah. especially in Bleed American. It's ex- that's exactly what I did. I listened to Three Cheers, put Bleed American on the title track, yeah, and it just felt yeah, but underwhelming. Not... Other than yeah. like, but like when I listened to Bleed American for the first time, like that opening riff, I was like, oh, that's like such a sick yeah. tone. Mm. But I-, I didn't really feel maybe that. maybe because this is yeah. my first time listening to it, start to finish. But I maybe, thought Bleed yeah. American like the guitars were were banging. They were just like. I don't know. Hmm. Well, there you go. Might Different be just opinions, they're eh? just not as far in the mix as like they are in. Michael yeah, Gorman. three cheers. They're very yeah. at the front. Yeah, it's a very guitar based, guitar dominant record. Yeah. and vocals on that one. I think the vocals on Bleed American, I I think they're really well mm. um, mixed. Mm. There's when, when you listen to headphones on, is they have like one harmony either side. It's really cool. Yeah, it makes it like both. Um, vocal yeah. parts are just as important as the other which is really nice I thought there's also a lot of um, like delayed synths synths in the last mm. verse of the middle it's what I mentioned before it sounds like really electronic at the back end it's really yeah. cool it doesn't a, a lot of those songs like if you don't don't like mm. super atmospheric kind of. yeah that's well. yeah there's a lot of there's a lot mm. of atmosphere in it which I like yeah it's cool it makes it a lot different it makes it gives it more um, more of a feel to it. I I wouldn't say though. I feel like um, it doesn't like it's not terribly thematic. Like the whole album, it's kind of you could put any of those songs on like any other Jimmy Eat World album. I kind of yeah. feel like I, I feel like it's it's not a signature. Like there's nothing that like makes it signature to Bleed yeah. American. If you get what I mean. Yeah, there's you could yeah you could put. Bleed American, the middle sweetness, the authority song on one album, and Portion is on a completely different one. on yeah. No, I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Like the songs the songs are so good, they're so well written. Yeah. And then you put them all together it yeah. No, I agree. The, I think the production on Three Cheers on the vocals are really cool. It makes the vocals shine a lot. The, yeah, I think there is a bit of auto tune on them. Oh yeah. For sure. Probably. But I, the the yeah. harmonies it, are just like crazy but have you seen when they do it live they get like perfect anyway like they look like the guitarist hectic the guitarist just like he'll just be ripping through us they go so hard live as well he'll just be ripping a massive solo and just like also hit a perfect harmony at the same time it is like how are you doing that (laughs) did you have you watched or anyone listening have you watched their reading performance i think 2011 i'm pretty sure it's like they come out <laughs> they go so hard so hard yeah. it's, it's sick yeah is that when he has red hair it's sick so yeah good. I watched that one last night do you watch the 2007 one was at Reading as well when they they were getting thrown like bottles and at golf Redding. balls at him and stuff true yeah and that was, he's just giving him the bird the <laughs> yeah. whole time really like asking playing. for it oh true yeah, yeah. I yeah. that one up he bring like, it <laughs> bring it on legit yeah wow well, I yeah. loved it I think that whole album's mixed in a way that Every time there's a solo or an important fill or vocal part, it makes it shine a lot. Really highlights that part. There's a there's a really big jump in um, like whenever they get to a chorus, there's like a big jump in like yeah. you can tell um, it's coming. Just like loudness, I think, but like dynamically, there's like the chorus is like way louder always. 
than everything mm. else. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it just hits you in the face every time. How it's supposed to be on an album like that, though, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, did you look into the lyrics too much for Three Cheers? I found them really yeah. confusing. There's, apparently, it's a concept album. And yeah. about so I, I wrote this down because I could not remember this um, the, the telling the story of a man who makes a deal with the devil to be reunited with his lover who he thinks has died he must kill a thousand evil souls and in the end he must kill himself to fulfill <laughs> the deal making it impossible to see his wife again <laughs> yeah it's very specific <laughs> yeah like incredibly specific but I can't really hear any of that honestly nah unless you look into it album. not at all yeah. But I think the lyrics, every, especially the choruses, all the lyrics gel with the music really well. That is huge. Not not mm-hmm. as um, not too much in a way. They're all really. Intense. I like um, I kind of, I didn't really like appreciate them as much until I watched like and read about like what they were actually written about. And a lot of it, it's like so over dramatic, but a lot of the things are like uh, very real themes. Like a lot of it's about like that just repercussions of nine eleven. Like how everyone was just like super depressed, basically, and they didn't know how to deal with it as a country. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I think that's really cool. But I, I also think the lyrics on Jimmy Eat World, I love all their lyrics. I Jimmy Eat really World, good. yeah, they've been even the middle. Yeah, they've been they've been <laughs> very like, criticized for generic lyrics. If you go, I, yeah, when I went on Genius, I was like, yeah, I can't really like it's all just. Not about one specific thing. It's like very general. Yeah, I li- yeah. I, I like that but, though. I think it's, yeah, it's a, fun, especially on a praise chorus, the bit where it's like you're gonna yeah. waste your time thinking. Are you growing up? Mm. Yeah, there you go. That's the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you? Oh, you should read Pitchfork's read. review of this when it came out. The album, complete. What did they give it? Shat. They just, shat on. Oh, really? Shat on it. Did, did you read the? They gave it like a three. Did you read the one for three cheers. Uh, for revenge. That was like a look back though, wasn't it? That was a. That was written. No, wasn't it? I think it was. No, they gave it eight point one. Oh, really? At the time it came out. Oh no, it wasn't yeah. actually. No, that was it was last yeah, year. Yeah, the the founder of Pitchfork wrote the review for Bleed American and just said it was so like <laughs> generic. The lyrics sucked and just had no um like feel to it. No nothing. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I can definitely see the criticisms mm. for the lyrics, but it makes sense with the songs. I like so I like them though. You don't. You yeah, don't have I to like think him. about it. it. I don't like. I don't like songs where I have to like think about the lyrics so much. Like sweetness, mm. it's just a bunch of woes, and I love it so yeah. much. It's so good. Yeah, you got a three point five. Yeah, that's have a possible ten. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Pitch, no, I pitchfork. Think I do pitchfork think that they're, <laughs> I think the lyrics are better on My Chemical Romance. Oh yeah, they are because if you. This is this is one of those things. That every episode that we do now, <laughs> the lyrics are gonna be. It's just it's obvious which one's better, but it, it doesn't to me. It doesn't make the song, the songs too. Uh, doesn't sway my opinion on the songs that mm. much. It definitely it probably yeah, it got- probably sways my opinion on the album as a whole if it's a concept album like this or, you know. Yeah. But I think the, I think Jimmy Eat World have really good hooks. But like yeah, they're so really catchy. They're, which is sick yeah. but yeah the lyrics are definitely like I mean Gerard is a writer so it's like very like poetic a lot yeah. of it so it's like you can't really can't fold him on his lyrics that's for sure yeah I think I, I saw on a YouTube vid someone described it what was it I read, oh yeah after school poetry I feel like it's a good way to describe it <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's for good. sure some, there's some lyrics on three cheers though that make me cringe a little bit Okay. Yeah. But at the same oh, time, that's... like, it is so tight and wound up together. They're like, it mm. doesn't even yeah. matter. They can do that and get away with it. Yeah, no. And for sure. they also just didn't mm. care at all. Like, they just copped so much flack. As soon as all this stuff came out, like, people were blaming My Chemical Romance for, like, teen suicides. <laughs> They're like, it's fully their fault. Like, all American media and stuff just hated them. And mm. they just kept going. Like, as. <laughs> Well, that's what thank As you for the that's what thank you for the venom is about as well. Yeah, it's about people just, like haters, yeah, blocking yeah. out the haters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just um, get more and more dramatic, which I think is sick. They just didn't back down at all. The yeah. the the way I, I think we said it before, but my chemical romance are like so good at playing their instruments. Hmm. 
the parts yeah. in there are just hectic. Like every single part. The guitar solos on this album are face melting. Like me- yeah. mental. <laughs> yeah. Face yeah. melting axe solos. Where like Jimmy, yeah. well they don't really have no, that, but they have really nice um they just add all their guitar parts just add a lot of la- layers to mm-hmm. the um mm. to the songs. I think they really they're um they just fit really well in the their style of music with Jimmy and Will Twer. Yeah. Did you um I think the f- the female vocals on, uh, sorry I got it written down. Hear you me if you don't don't and caution is. And yeah, my what was her name? I, I think I saw it. Uh, Ra- Rachel Hayden. I'm not I'm not sure she's been like or played in any bands or done um anything else too major, but I think it adds so much depth to those tracks. Yeah, it do- does suit it for sure. The drums on this album are so simple. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty average. All it needs to be yeah. though for a lot of the time. Yeah, it's fine. I can't even really explain why I like Bleed American, honestly. Like, going through them, <laughs> kind of made it seem pretty bland in comparison to My Camp. But I still just love that album. Even though it's, it is really simple. And there isn't all that much, like, depth to it. But it's, Do you reckon that's uh, yeah. holding to nostalgia? They just got great, or... catchy songs. Do you have nostalgic feelings towards this at all? Yeah, no, because right. I, I only got into them. No, I only got into them, like, two years ago, probably. And I... It's just those yeah. like first four or five tracks are so good that yeah I don't know they're just so catchy mm. great singles. What do you reckon about like the the track listing the flow of the, the American? Oh yeah, I after sweetness or yeah. yeah, but that middle section between sweetness and say actually if you don't don't it's good as well. Yeah, it's just it's just those soft songs that I like. Yeah, I like don't that track. care for yeah. which is a bit unfortunate because the. Highs are high and the lows are pretty low in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the same. I feel like I'm I'm not like one to hate an acoustic song. Like mm. on that Oso Oso album, I love all like the really quiet quiet tracks. And like I'm usually a fan of the quiet tracks, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, they're just so boring. They're different. <laughs> it, they're different type. Album, they're I different think. type of slow songs. The, mm. There's not much, and they do go for a while them. as well. It's not just like a nah, know, there's just little interlude kind of soft track. Some go for like yeah. four or five minutes. There's none of them. They just don't grab me. There's no like section. You're kind of waiting for that like mm. I don't know, or like a bit like a build up song. Just mm. doesn't. They kind of don't. They yeah. kind of just drone around. It's it's the complete opposite with three cheers because yeah. three cheers does not stop the whole time, and that when you first listen to it is hard to get into. Yeah. It's just because it blows by so quickly and you just can't even... Because it just jumps one track to the next, can't even remember yeah. the hooks. But after that third and fourth listening, mm. yeah, you really start to remember all of them. And yeah, you see the, yeah. the greatness. You get it. I think Bleed American had too much diversity in the album. Like, I think there's like too many different things going on and they should have just like stuck with one sound. But for three cheers, I think they needed more... <laughs> maybe a little bit more like diversity like maybe a little bit quieter stuff because <laughs> mm. it is like it's like hard to not even quieter just instead of just something instead different of, instead of a crash symbol maybe just play on the hi-hats my dude yeah it does some of it does start to like mash into i mean not like the big singles or anything obviously but some of the like songs on the back end start to like oh if you, if you told me if you put on the album right now and played like a deep cut i wouldn't be able to tell you what the name is because yeah, yeah. same with that I, I think like um Give him Hell Kid to the end and um, the fourth song as well. Like if you played, actually probably give him Hell Kid. I can tell which one it is. But uh, I reckon, mm. yeah, I reckon the first, the before yeah. the up until the interlude, I can I know. But then after the interlude, yeah. it's pretty pretty hazy from there on out. That's true. Hey, right, before we yeah. get into our little segments, a quick fire question: What's what's the bigger and better single, the middle or I'm not okay? Don't think about oh, what I'm what song okay. you like more, but what what in terms of like music what was the bigger and better single Ooh. probably the middle just because i knew it before any of this the, before the middle, i got into music properly i think the middle was bigger but i think uh i'm not okay did more for music yeah okay. i agree That's, with I that 100 i'm not okay like made more of an impact like down as far as like influencing people for mm. sure because mm. that was like kind of that like have you seen the film clip for that it's like, like super school, cinematic and stuff Briefly, yeah. yeah and they've got like little like skits in it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's 
But that was like that like started off the whole subculture. My Chemical basically. Romance are pretty known for their music videos, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. They're really good. Well, if Gerard Way is a bloody writer and makes all these TV show ideas, I'm sure he has some pretty good music video ideas. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And they're very well done as well. They're not on a budget at all. Yeah. Well, they're on a major label. Yeah. They got they got 200 grand to record this yeah. album. They got the money. Yeah. Not bad, eh? That'd be <laughs> no. pretty decent having that much money to <laughs> make some songs. Um, yeah. All right. Let's get into these last segments. Yeah. So... Get it. ...is a segment <laughs> where we are going to be taking lyrics from the album and coming up with tattoo ideas mm-hmm. that maybe one day we'll get, maybe one day you'll get. Who knows? <laughs> so, uh... Are we doing one from each album or just one? I've got one from each album. What do you guys think? All right, let's do one from each album. Yeah. All right, Brad, you want to go first? <laughs> All right, I'll go first for three cheers. Uh, he, All right. me, hear me, right? Okay, so thank you for the Vernum. There is a... Venom. Venom? What Venom. Is Venom? <laughs> Vernum Dudley. Ver- Vernon Dursley from <laughs> Harry Potter. There we go. Um, yeah, so there's a line called Hallelujah Lock and Load. That was... That's you guys got that as well? Yeah, that's oh, mine. That's crazy. That's <laughs> yeah, all good. It's all good. You okay, just go. So mine was... so. Uh, uh, th- what's the lyric before that? It says... Um, I keep a gun yeah. on the book you gave me. Yeah, so it was going to be a tattoo of like an open Bible. But it's got like a cutout of a gun. Like, you know how you see some people put like a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's, it's, a, it's a safe within yeah, a book. Yeah, like it's, it's not a real got, book. It's like a cutout yeah, of a gun. Yeah. You can put the gun in there or not. It's up to you. But um, yeah, that was my tattoo. And then say hallelujah lock and loaded in like a Western... <laughs> in a Western font over the top. That's nice. That's really nice. <laughs> That's um Adam, do, what's, do you have one for both albums or just one? Nah, I've only got... Um, mine was just the song name. It's not a fashion statement. It's a death wish. And then it's like a Grim Reaper, maybe. No. <laughs> Which is pretty shit. But uh, that's what I had. Or um, I had... Wait give up, me wait all up. Your poison oh, yeah, yeah, you go. Give me all your pills. True. From mm-hmm. Thanks for the Venom as well. <laughs> yeah, mine was from so Thank You for the Venom. Mine was just Brad's. Like, it was like yeah. just the lyric. Um but my Bleed American one, this is like a legit one that I will probably actually get. Like, I'm not even joking. I think I'm going to get this. It's just, you know, the artwork um, of Bleed American, it's got the mm-hmm. bowling trophies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just like a, a just like a bowling, like the, one of the guys bowling and it says salt, sweat, sugar. I might, might not even have to say salt, salt. Just the, yeah, just the bowling trophy, really. Just the bowling trophy is the tat. So bowling, see? I might yeah. get that. I, I am going to get that. Yeah, confirmed. go. Uh, uh, Brad, what's your Bleed American one? <laughs> My Bleed American, the very first lyric of the album, not alone because the TV's on, it was going to be like a cartoon of like a man sitting on the couch and he's like sitting next to a TV watching another TV. He's not alone because <laughs> the TV's on, but it's like just talking about the TV <laughs> next to him. Yeah, like, kind of like in a Simpsons cartoon direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, nice. I like that. Of course, we also got from Thank You for the Venom. Like what I said before... That's, it's got some of my favourite and least favourite lyrics on the album. Yeah, it's very over the top. Yeah. In every single aspect. Yeah, and that was, that was the last single, so that's crazy. That's crazy. Mm. <laughs> um, Alright, the next one. Fattest riff. We are going to be picking... I know we all have the same one for this as well, but we're just going to be picking, yeah. as, it, as the title says, the fattest riff. Doesn't have to necessarily yeah. be a guitar part, just the fattest part of the album. Uh, Adam, what do you have for? Let's start off with Bleed American, or did you just do one again? Oh well, um, nah. I, for Bleed American, um, it's probably just like the intro riff to Bleed American. Like yeah. I feel like that's like that's like one of my it's favorite. It's got to be, yeah. Ever, mm-hmm. I love that riff. Yeah. Um, and then for Three Cheers, it's just obviously the intro riff for Thank You for the Band. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just like a that's yeah. a straight Metallica riff. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's, it's got that badass riff. The song oh, just makes, rips the whole time. And makes me want to learn it. The vocals <laughs> match the intensity of the music as well, I think. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> uh, mine was for Bleed America. was the same thing. Bleed America yeah. in the song. Yeah. Mine, yeah. Mine was thinking for the Venom intro. It sounds like there's like going to just be a big metal like blast beat come through. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the, drum, the drums comes in on the ride, doesn't it? Yeah. It, 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 I love how they chose like a metal ride symbol as well, like something straight uh, out of like Black Sabbath or something. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, or like a slip um, kind of ride symbol. Yeah, it sounds like. Do you know Edge's WWE theme song? Yeah, I sure do. The band Alter Bridge. It sounds like a song yeah, that yeah. could be by them. <laughs> On this yeah. day, I see clearly. Uh, yeah, shout All out right. Edge. Yeah, shout out to Edge. Um, 
<laughs> Alright, cool. What song from each album are you adding to your playlist? Go. And why? Adam. Um, from Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, The Ghost of You. Oh yeah, Actually, cool. Um, I just really like the chorus. It's kind of slow to start, but then when it like... That chorus is just so nice. Yeah, uh, that's the cool. one that I've probably listened to. Like, I've gone back to it, like singularly without listening to the whole album. Like, I've been listening to that song a lot. And then um, from Bleed American, um, I don't know. I haven't actually thought about Bleed American. I have the one for my ad, but probably if you don't, don't. Yeah, that's, cool. That's probably one of my favorite tracks off that. Cool song. That's one of the songs on Bleed American that's different, but not too far from what the album yeah, should be. it makes you wish there was a few more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine from Bleed American was Sweetness. I think it's... Nice. I, I th- this probably could be my favourite song of all time. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's I, really good. Every, every time I listen to it, I can't be in a bad mood. And it's just an infectious song. You just want to sing the song. Um, there's mm. nothing special to it. It's nothing crazy. It's just a damn good song. Um, <laughs> from Three Cheers, it's To The End. The third track, I think, on the record. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I probably could have chosen like any of five songs on this album because I'm pretty fresh to it. Mm-hmm. But I love you know, on the fourth line, right before it goes like up a beat, the whisper vocals. It's like, a shout out to the bride in the groove. Is that with like the <laughs> telephone lyrics on it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just I'll like, never ever like telephone. I think effect. that song. <laughs> nah, it's cool. I think that um, song kind of captures what the album essence is as well. Mm. And it's got like yeah. the biggest guitar solo. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. It is massive. What are yours, Brad? Okay, I had The Ghost of You as well because it reminded, like, the intro definitely reminded me of, like, um, do you guys know the Queen No Yokan by Deftones? That album, the, like, Deftones' most yeah, atmosphere yeah, yeah. album. And, like, the delays on the guitars definitely reminded me of that. And I wonder if Deftones were inspired by, or just My Chemical Romance in general. Probably not, because mm. they were around Didn't before. Deftones him. come before, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, their biggest stuff was just a little bit before him. But yeah, that song and yeah, as you said, Adam, the hook in it is something that's stuck in my mind for like the past few days. It's yeah, so just I can't get it out of my yeah. head. And that did like I yeah, put that really in my personal hook. like twenty twenty playlist as well. So you mean yeah, I've, ch- I've, chucked, I've chucked a few in, yeah. And for that's when you know it's yeah, good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I put for my favorite bleed American song. I think I put yeah the Authority song. That reminded good me track. like a Jacob song. It's a good kinda. track. Yeah. Shout, yeah. Out shout out to Jacob. Shout out to Jacob. Uh, the authority song is so good. I had that originally, but I yeah. changed the sweetness. And like in the pre-chorus, there's sweetness. like one chord that they play. If you know what I mean, probably not. Yeah, I do. It's just, it's, isn't it just the minor, It's just the minor yeah, chord, well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. It, it, the, what the song's about as well, like put my last quarter yeah. on, like the yeah. jukebox. That the music fits the lyrics so well, <laughs> like yeah. unbelievably well. In my car, the left the left hand side of my car speakers doesn't work. So whenever I listen to, especially the Authority song, you just can't right. hear anything for like the yeah. first minute, <laughs> just because it's all on that left side. A lot of um, Three Cheers as well. It's just impossible to listen to in my car because mm. the guitars coming on either side. So I just listen to some fat <laughs> riff, and you won't be able to hear the chords behind it. It's just like what's going on, please. Just a leak. Alrighty, we've reached the end. So you know what we're gonna do now. Let's go. Numbers. He's gone first. So our rating system for this episode, uh, for, sorry, for this show, will be out of 10. No point, no decimals because maths. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to go Bleed American first. Who wants to kick it what off? What unit of measurement are we using? <laughs> Have we figured that out? Um, what? Do you mean, <laughs> are we making up something something silly? Yeah, we're not doing five stars or like 10. Like uh, should we do, we'll uh, do out of 10, but... Okay. I don't know. We'll think of something cool, but for now, we'll just do numbers. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. I'm pretty scared. I'm, um, I think I have a rough idea, though. I thought I loved Bleed American, but I don't. <laughs> no. I, I, uh, I, I think that the first four or five songs are good, and then if you don't, don't, and then that's it. Yeah, right. I think the rest of the album's kind of Would like, you say this is like kind of eye-opening to you? Yeah. I've like I've just never thought about it because I always just like focus on those songs. But you can't just have a few good songs on an album. Exactly, you're right. As an album as a whole, I think the those the tracks on it are high, but the lows are too low. So I'm going to give it a six. 
Okay. Six. So it's it's, it's pretty good, value. but like it's um. It's all right. What's um? Should we do one album at a time to keep the math simple? Yeah. All right, Brad. What's Bleed yeah, American for you? Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, around a six as well. Simply same reasons as Adam said. The highs are high, but the lows are lows. And if we're talking, you know, the greatest albums of all time, there's no lows. So. Yeah. Too many lows. Yeah, yeah. Well, I and like because this is my first time, I don't have any nostalgia nostalgia to it. No. And I'm um, yeah. I tweeted like maybe six months ago because I was bored. I was like, here's my favorite albums of all time. Piss off. Bleed American was, <laughs> I reckon, number three. And going back and listening to it and actually analyzing it. Yeah, you're so right. Like the lows are pretty low. I don't think there's mm. too many. I don't think there's as many as what you said, Adam. I, I actually like um, a lot of the slower songs. I'm giving it a, a numerical value of a seven out of 10. Mm-hmm. But if you told me to put this album against anything without listening back to it, I would have gave it a 9 or a 10. Yeah. Just because the so- the songs that I love right. so much are so big. Yeah. So that's, what's that? 19 out of 30. Whew, that's pretty, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Sorry, 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 Jimmy. Jimmy Eat World and... <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jim sorry, and the Jimmy. gang. Uh, uh, so three cheers. Adam, what, what, what's your thoughts? Um, I'm going to give it... I was going to say a 9. But I'm yes. gonna give it a. That's a. That's pretty. It, there are like some cringy bits on there, but it's still it's just so good. I'm gonna give it an eight. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like cool. a. It's just. It's got it's got its sound, and it doesn't waver from that. It knows yeah. exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't apologize. All the songs are like, you think you've got to the chorus because it's catchy, and then it hits you with a more catchy bit. And you're like, oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, no worries. So uh, yeah, I think yeah, eight for nice. me. Nice, nice. Uh, I would have Bradley. to say I was going to say an eight, and I probably will stick with an eight actually as well. Me and Adam are kind of on the same page right now. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think this thing does not let up for one second, and that's its strongest case to why it's so good. Mm. Um, and each hook has been stuck in my mind. For the past week ever since we started listening to it yeah even though i don't have like a a past with this album i think i'll like we'll have a future with it <laughs> that was really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i feel like like years to come i will li- listen to this album and like we'll remember it so yeah i'll give yeah. it an eight yeah cool 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 um so when i first listened to this album i thought what the what is going on this is taking me on a ride and I want to get off and I haven't got <laughs> off and I've really enjoyed my stay I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 no. I thought Ooh. this album was so good it like, is good so good it's definitely one of those albums where you need to give it some time you yeah. need to let it, you need to let it um, uh, go over a few times but you're exactly right it knows what it's doing it knows what it's there for and it just yeah. rips it absolutely rips I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 taking yeah. the full score to 25 out of 30. Absolutely demolishing Bleed American in the first yeah. episode here. There you go. 25 yeah. to 19. Mm. Oh, I did not see that one coming. I had a feeling <laughs> that three cheers would win. I, just knowing knowing uh, both of your tastes. But yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know it would be such a landslide victory. Mm. So congrats. Shout out to yeah, Gerard yeah, and the go. boys. And you've got <laughs> the win in the first episode of Record Radio. Hope, hope you guys can come back to Australia when all this settles. Yeah, yeah, we'll get absolutely. we'll get you on the show, both bands, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, Easy. <laughs> and we'll 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 just go this uh, episode again. Yeah. Now, nah, uh, cool, cool, cool. So, thank yeah. you so much for tuning into the first episode. Next week on the show, we're going to be talking about two absolute rippers, Rage Against the Machine's debut album, Rage Against the Machine, versus System of a Down, Toxicity. Woohoo! There we go, Woo. boy. Two I'm albums that I have listened to thoroughly. Same, so that's that's I, gonna be I'm this one will be a lot more closer, I think. I haven't really listened to Toxicity. Well, get ready, baby, because it is an album and a half. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm so keen to see what you think. Yeah, you might like. Yeah, you, you might hate it. it. You might you hate, might it. hate it. Wow, I think I think it's going to be the same as My Chemical Romance because I thought I hated My Chemical Romance prior True. to, mm. and then once you just accept how like over the top it is, you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, System of a Down are probably the top of my list of bands I want to see live, but I don't know if I'll ever get that chance. But we'll get into that next week. 
Thanks so much for tuning into the episode. Thanks, boys. That was pretty fun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's very we'll keep fun. Keep it next week. Let's get it going. That was pretty good. Keen with that. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We'll have it up on our website, theitch.com.au, in the coming weeks. So thank you so much. Hope you're good. See you later. Catch you.